Well, today we have a special guest to share our devotional thought, Ralph Kenny Bennett. Several years ago, Ralph published an article on 4th of July, which discussed, uh, it was shared a little bit about our, how we celebrate 4th of July back home at the lake. And I thought the whole article was so meaningful, I asked Ralph if he would share it with us devotionally today. Thanks, Ralph. Brett asked me if I would read an article that I wrote some years ago about Independence Day. John Adams thought the day should be celebrated on July 2nd. That was the day in Philadelphia in 1776 that representatives of 12 of the 13 colonies voted to declare their independence from Great Britain. Even as they were voting, General Sir William Howe was landing 10,000 British troops in New York Harbor. The New York delegation abstained from that vote. But it was two days later, July 4th, when the Continental Congress voted unanimously to adopt Thomas Jefferson's draft of the Declaration of Independence that would henceforth be marked by Americans as their day of celebration. Adams thought the day of independence should be commemorated, as he wrote, by acts of devotion to God Almighty. And further, in a letter to his wife Abigail, he said the event should be solemnized, but with pomp and parade, with shows, games, sports, guns, bells, bonfires, and illuminations from one end of this continent to the other, and from this time forward forevermore. With the exception of the date, we Americans have more or less followed Adam's wishes ever since. There was a canny prescience about the depth, the breadth, the quality of American freedom in the seeming incongruence of Adam's assertion that the anniversary should be solemnized, but with lighthearted events such as sports and bonfires and fireworks. For the very nonchalance with which most of us celebrate Independence Day is in fact the most eloquent measure of its importance. In fact, most of us just call it July 4th or the 4th. We are utterly free to celebrate this day as we like. We may canoe quietly on a lake somewhere or sprawl on our couch and binge watch a TV series. We may hold a child on our shoulder as the colors pass in a patriotic parade or supinely hold a beer in our hand and contemplate nothing more important than the way our neighbor's fence shimmers, shimmers in the heat rising from the burgers on the grill. We may treat it simply as a day off to swim or sleep or mow our lawn. As for me, I'll be up at our summer cottage in Conneaut Lake, Pennsylvania with the assorted members of our far, now far-flung family and with friends and neighbors. 
There will be no pomp or parade. There will be games, softball and bocce and volleyball. And there will be the lakeside bonfire that has been a tradition for us for over 50 years. As for illuminations, we'll cap the day by watching fireworks arc over the lake from the old amusement park across the way. It is unlikely that we will be discussing the founding fathers or the finer points of the Declaration of Independence. But just before we dig into the hot dogs and brats and potato salad and watermelon and cake, we will join in a prayer of thanks for the feast and for the United States and for the privilege of being Americans. And although we will not say anything specifically about it, we will share in that solemn, solemn, though generally subliminal thought that there is no day like this in the world, no day in all history. No other nation's founding could be so happily, indifferently, noisily, diversely, inspiringly, mawkishly, carelessly, embarrassingly, or even fervently celebrated because no other nation, no other nation can claim to be what we are. The poet Archibald MacLeish once put it, we Americans are the first self-constituted, self-declared, self-created people in the history of the world. Somehow, Despite the slips here and there, we have managed to balance in the main that combination of private rights and public happiness so proudly extolled by James Madison. Despite all the encroachments of the world, all the encroachments on our freedoms, despite all the insidious growth of our government at every level, Despite all the misconceptions and misapprehensions born of a growing and alarming ignorance of our own history, we remain more free than anyone, anywhere. And in a way that no one else but an American or a would-be American can fully appreciate. We are the people of a fabulous country. As Thomas Wolfe wrote, the only fabulous country, the only place where miracles not only happen, but where they happen every day. July 4th, Independence Day. It is the exceptional day of an exceptional country. Whether we celebrate it or ignore it, it is the bright and happy measure of our freedom within the security, the plenty, and yes, the enduring challenges of this astounding enterprise, the United States of America. Let's pray. God Almighty, the Father and author of freedom, we thank you for our country. We thank you for our freedoms. We thank you for the many blessings that surround us. And we pray 
that through your spirit we may ever pray and guide and pray for guidance for our country. We thank thee for these things in Jesus' name. Amen.